Hello and welcome to the Get Your Happy Podcast, where I am your host, Tanya Brown, and we are going to be discussing uh, tools and lessons for healing after trauma. Um, I'm excited to be back. We're now in season four, and let me tell you, this break uh, after season three was much needed. There was a lot of reading, a lot of healing, and a lot of relaxing that needed to be done in order to produce the content for season four, and boy, am I excited. Um, I am glad that you are here to tune in. Um, season four is going to be, we're diving in more about, um, behaviors and, um, awareness as to what roles you're playing, um, in your life and what you are choosing to, um, you know, associate yourself with. And so I'm really excited. I hope you have something to write with, something to write on. We're going to get started. Today we're talking about signs of codependency. Uh, this can happen in your relationships, your your partnerships. Um, and so um, we are really going to unravel that and see where you fit. Um, this may not be for yourself, but it may be for someone else. So really, really excited to get started. And, um, if you think you could potentially be in a codependent relationship or partnership or family ship, keep on listening. Okay. So, um, signs that you may be in a codependent relationship. And the first thing we want to do is we want to, um, figure out codependency, codependency, partnerships, or family dynamics can follow behind traumatic experiences. This toxic one-sided, uh, behavior can cause both parties to feel incapable of growing outside the restrictive bond. Both parties can have obsessive need to be validated, reliance, and approval of other um, people or individuals around them. The relationship or partnership is easily characterized as unhealthy and can sometimes lead to physical or emotional abuse. In this episode, we'll explore some of those signs and you could potentially, you know, find yourself, like I stated, in one of these relationships, um, you know, maybe you're the person who's codependent on someone else or something, um, or you're the person that's sacrificing everything, um, to be in a codependent relationship. So, um, the next thing what I'd like to do is kind of paint the canvas, um, for codependency, uh, because I, I believe it's a phrase. I, I know I was in one and I know I heard, you know, I heard of the phrase, but I really didn't understand. And, um, you know, I'm a visual and you really have to paint the picture for me. And so what does that person look like? Uh, what can, you know, what does that behavior look like? And, it can be someone with a bad temper. They can, you know, have very short fuse and they are, you know, not in control of their temper. Um, they are someone who seek approval or validation around, um, you know, their parents, their, their friends, their coworkers. Um, and they rely heavily on that. They don't really trust their own decisions. Um, so lack of healthy communication, this can be someone who becomes very volatile, who's, you know, cursing and screaming, or, you know, maybe, you know, again, the bad temper. And so they're 
automatically, you know, shut down and they have an issue with, you know, uh, enunciating what it is that they are actually feeling, um, fear of abandonment or rejection. This can trickle down, um, trickle down into their relationships. And this is something that may have, uh, started, um, since the beginning of time at birth, unable to meet or create boundaries. This is a tough one. Um, you know, not everyone have a, um, idea on how to work with someone else's boundaries. And just a quick um, announcement right in the middle here. I'm going to just go ahead and put in a plug. If you are in the St. Petersburg area, St. Petersburg, Florida, I'm actually going to be talking tomorrow at the Shambhala Meditation Center on the art of saying no and boundaries. I would love to see you there. Head right over to um, at uh, Tanya's Art of Happiness. Um, art of happy and you will actually see the details in regards to um, the upcoming event which is actually July 19th that's um, going to be coming up so I look forward to seeing you there if you're gonna um, show um, so back to where we were uh, discussing you know boundaries someone um, who um, is codependent has no idea on what boundaries look like. Um, they're indecisive. They, you know, it's very hard to make decisions or stay committed. Uh, not fully aware of their feelings. Um, so that goes back to you know relying on someone else. Unable to adapt to change. You know, uh, when circumstances change, environments change. It's very hard um, for them to get used to that. It's difficult. Okay, so now that I really painted the picture um, for that person, um, you know, going back to codependency, um, it's like I said, it's it's caused by childhood traumas and early traumatic events. Um, and the best and only way to really remove yourself from this type of relationship or dynamic is becoming completely aware of what role you play within that relationship and understanding what the codependency is. Um, once you have an understanding, you can then figure out when this type of behavior started and to get clear on how to make healthy tips, uh, healthy steps towards independence. Um, because that's what's happening. We're relying on something else and we really need to be able to stand on our own two feet, you know, and stop relying on our, you know, our husband or our wife or our kids, you know, and, and, you know, our jobs and our coworkers and our friends. And, um, we have to really take ownership and, you know, um, take our life back. Okay. So, we're going to go ahead and get started. So number one, um, back to the signs is this person, um, the behavior, they don't really have self-worth. So experiencing trauma can open up childhood wounds. Uh, self-worth is really acquired and, um, it's an, it's acquired and it's demonstrated in our growing experiences. This is demonstrated from our, you know, our caretakers, our parents, legal guardians, some of these behaviors can carry into our adult lives and we don't, if, you know, if they're not handled well, then, you know, growing into an adult, we, we carry still that childhood mindset and that's when we begin to, you know, have temper tantrums. Okay. So an individual who lacks self-worth can quickly become attached 
dependent to their partner. Um, the person will seek constant approval or validation for achievements, appearance, and emotional stability. This person is unable to validate their own needs or aware of their emotional well-being. They can also become frustrated or hurt, um, you know, feel hurt if the, any of those um, things aren't acknowledged. Um, and it can really weigh down on any of their daily successes. And if you're one of those people that, you know, that person is depending on, it can actually prevent you from, you know, achieving any of your daily successes as well. So, uh, you know, it, it can definitely become a, not just a one person, you know, two parties, you can also become a crutch as well. You can, you know, rely heavily on them. Um, you, you too can be uh, codependent. Okay. Um, so right into that same topic, um, you start to notice the push in the pull. Okay. So codependency can also include two parties, just as I mentioned. Okay. Make sure you write that down. It's not just one person. Sometimes it could be both, especially in a relationship. I actually found this in, you know, my family. Um, I was starting to rely really heavy and I had to, you know, withdraw to make sure I maintain my independence. So both individuals can be attracted to the need to hang on to toxic relationships. This can be a child who welcomes consistent direction um, uh, or overly uh, be supervised for authority. When both parties are in a toxic merry-go-round or that push and pull, they can both uh, easily identify with fears of abandonment and rejection. While one person may need consistent direction and the other person may need the intimacy and satisfaction of consistent desire, okay? When one person does not get enough or too much of that, fears can grow into isolation or extreme clinging in order to start the push and pull all over again. That's very, very critical. And we see this pretty often, you know, that, you know, the, the couple that may, you know, fight and break up and, and, you know, get back together again, fight and get back together again. And there's that push and pull is because someone, both of them, um, is afraid of rejection and some, some person, another person doesn't want too much of that intimacy because they, you know, may feel that they're not deserving of it. Okay. And again, this trickles back down to our parental figures and, you know, legal, legal guardians. Okay. So, um, next is, um, seeking validation. And like I said, validating, you know, having the need to, to feel validated. So someone who struggles with codependency can struggle with constant need for approval and a validation. Okay. So accompanied with lack of self-worth, a codependent individual will look outward for satisfaction. The adult child is replaying loneliness and seeking support emotionally. They are unable to develop independent self in seeking support emotionally. Okay. And more of that validation and strive for perfection and overachievement. So this is the child that, you know, um, may have been, you know, neglected and constantly seeking, you know, approval and, you know, I can be better. I can do this. I, I, you know, I can be perfect at it. Right. So the legal guardian or parent may have also withheld affection, compliments, and even acceptance. 
This individual will continue to set goals in exchange for validation from everyone else. However, unable to self-validate. So again, validation, this person, um, you know, who needs that validation from everyone else, they, there is an, a, a lack in self-validating, knowing that they're able to be fulfilled and validated themselves when they look in the mirror or just simply say, you know, wow, I did, I really did a good job. I did good here. Um, I must say I struggled with this. Um, you know, I felt like, you know, oh, I got to do better. I got to be good. Um, you know, and I struggled with just simply telling myself, wow, Tanya, you did a really good job. I'm super proud of you. You know, you worked really hard, really diligently on this. And a lot of people struggle with that. You know, we don't often give ourselves those compliments. And this is a great opportunity to, to, to be aware that you don't and to start, you know, so if you, you know, if you cooked a big meal and you say, wow, I did a really good job. Everything tastes great, you know, or wow, I'm so, I'm so happy that I was able to, you know, lose those two pounds. I worked really, really hard this week. I was very disciplined. So give yourself that compliment. If you feel like you're starting to become codependent on someone else and, and, and seeking that validation. Okay. Uh, so the, lead the last one here. Uh, oh, very close. Um, we have two more. So uh, the need to control outcomes and others. This is huge. Um, a lot of times we see people that struggle with, you know, not being in control. And so a codependent individual can live in a constant state of fear. The behavior can be developed from uh, past traumatic experiences. The codependent person can build walls as a defense to keep them away from harmful experiences or other people. This control can also become a developed behavior to feel needed and to have authority. The adult child can commonly be exposed to a parent or of power in physical abuse. So this is definitely a sign that um, a person that, you know, constantly feels a as if they need to control others or outcomes. This is a person who's definitely um, suffered from physical abuse and physical harm. And so what they're doing, this becomes a defense mechanism to make sure that they don't see themselves in another harmful situation. Okay, so in this experience of codependency, um, it will require this person to control outcomes and individuals to ensure their safety and caution from Again, another traumatic experience. This person can also despise change. So when change comes up, they're not in control. They're frustrated. They're angry. They're not in agreement with it. They're pissed off. And, um, you know, there's, you know, this is when they can, you know, potentially be abusive or, you know, really shut down. Um, so pay attention to that. Okay. Uh, lastly here is... Um, uh, violent communication. A codependent person can become very abusive um, verbally. This this is because they have a difficult time expressing their authentic feelings. These feelings can be stifled from trauma and other verbally abusive parental figures. Codependents are not fully aware of the feelings and choose to place attention on what they're emotionally distressed upon. 
Okay. So the emotional roller coaster can translate into broken or abusive explanations of what they cannot fully translate. So anyone who um, can be codependent um, on others around them, communication is a is a is a weakness um, for them. It's not one of their best strengths. And so what they do is they shut down. Okay. Um, they either shut down or they start to belittle or use abusive language, um, cursing, um, they're yelling over you, not allowing you to speak or again, completely shut down. Okay. So they don't have the ability to fully, uh, uh, get in touch with their feelings. And so this is a space where, you know, patience, um, and, you know, painting the picture and, uh, you know, um, kind of assisting that per- person to allow them to really, um, come into their feelings. Okay. So what did we essentially learn here about codependency? Codependency is a toxic relationship, family ship or partnership. It can happen in any form. Okay, it's a uh, this is a uh, a crippling union that must be broken in order to create a healthy peace. We must acknowledge our fears and past experiences. We cannot avoid the traumas as it will hinder your health, your occupation, again, your relationships. The first step is simply to acknowledge that you're a person um, in a person in a union with someone who is codependent. So you have to really acknowledge where you are. Okay, and if you are in a role of someone of you know codependency, okay, it's okay to fear change, be uncertain, or doubt your goals. However, this can all be healed and cared for with love and radiant lights. Please take care of you and be gentle. You are a working progress, and that's perfectly okay. Okay, we all are. I am. You are. You listening. Okay, we're all a work in progress and we don't have to be perfect. Perfect. So it's really about identifying if you are, you know, in one or relying on someone and just figuring out when it happened, when it started, and what really is that inner child? What is what is happening? What is that inner child asking you for or asking the other person for? Okay, what are their expectations? Okay, so I really hope this. Uh, topic was very helpful and it kind of shed light on your current status um, of where you are. Um, So again, it may not be you, but you may know someone and, you know, all of these signs read back to the world of codependency. Okay. So I absolutely think this topic is uh, a conversation that needs to be had. um, And then, you know, somebody needs to be called out. (laughs) in order to heal and get back to their happiness. So I thank you guys so much for tuning in to this uh, first episode of season four. If you haven't listened in to season three, make sure you go back and listen to all of those. I'm sure you'll have great um, content to find, um, great knowledge and, you know, some good tips in there, lessons um, to really get you healing back to your organic happy happiness. So remember to live abundantly, love your authenticity and radiate mm, all of that organic happiness. I'll see you back on the next Get Your Happy episode.